Susan McLaughlin here with the Align for Health podcast. If you're living in chronic pain or are just interested to learn how people have successfully gotten themselves out of pain, this is the podcast for you. Tune in to listen to interviews of everyday people taking steps toward a pain-free life. Today I have the pleasure to interview LaShonda Green. LaShonda is a holistic health educator, an intuitive healer, and an inspirational speaker. I came across LaShonda's website as I was searching the internet for pictures of the lymphatic system. I clicked on the picture and it took me to her website. She had a great blog about how cleaning out the lymphatic system was one of the best things I could do for my overall health. At the bottom of the blog, she had a link to read about her story. Of course, I was curious, and as I read, I was fascinated by her healing process. I asked LaShonda if she'd be willing to share her healing journey with me. LaShonda, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate your taking your time. Of course. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. So when I read your story, as I shared in the introduction, it was just, I got really excited and I felt like this would be something that can be, could really hit home for a lot of people. So do you mind just sharing a little bit about what this, what your, your healing transformation's been like? Well, yeah, I'm not sure where to start on um, the transformation. So I guess I'll start at the beginning to where I, um, the only thing that I pretty much had wrong with me was sort of 10 years of IBS. So if uh, your listeners are familiar with IBS, it's just kind of a on and off thing again between constipation and diarrhea and just indigestion. Um, So I had a lot of that going on for about 10 years after college. Mm -hmm. And other than that, I, my health was perfect. I hardly had any colds my entire life, and I was doing pretty well. And so everything sort of came to a head. I don't know how it started happening, but it was just, um, oh, I know what happened. Um, I moved to California, mm-hmm. and I started to notice I had allergies. And, um, yeah, of course, I blamed it on the pollen. Right. And then they sort of got really bad, like really bad, to where it wasn't allergies. It was like hay fever, and um, it wasn't seasonal. It was just lasting all the time. And so that was actually affecting the quality of my life, that I couldn't be clear, and, and I was in this fog a lot of the times, and I couldn't go out hiking in Marin because there was, um, I just couldn't enjoy it, basically. Uh-huh. And I started going to the doctor for that, and um, he started giving me steroid shots to control the response because the over-the-counter medicines weren't happening. They weren't working so well. And then I happened to go to a beautician of mine, and she was doing my hair, and she was like, what is this on the back of your neck? <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, I hardly look at the back of my neck. And so um, she was like, yeah, you should go get that checked out. So she had noticed a large lump on the back of my neck. And I went to the ENT to have it looked at, and um, he basically told me that um, it was probably a tumor, mm-hmm. probably a, a fatty tumor uh, called a lipoma, and that a lot of people get them. Yeah, they're not, they're not a big deal, and we could do some tests or whatever, but um, yeah, we probably just should watch it, and it'll you know it might go away, whatever. And I was just like, there is nothing normal about this whole thing. I don't, uh, it just didn't compute to me. And 
so yeah, I think that was like a big wake up call for me that I had something growing on the back of my, my neck, one that I didn't realize. And, and two, that my doctor thought it was kind of normal and wanted us to just kind of wait it out. And, um, so that was a wake up call for me. And then at the same time, um, it's just all of my symptoms seemed to be like exploding, like, mm-hmm. um, kind of just the back-to-back colds. I had um, chronic sinus, sinus infections that were uh, starting to affect my quality of life. And um, just getting really, really extreme fatigue, okay. especially right before my periods, and my yeah. per- periods were really long. So that's giving you a sense of where I was. Yeah. So, so that process for you was... Um, like within, within a year, stuff started piling on? Or longer than that? It felt like all in the same year or two. Uh-huh. Yeah, within the year, a year and a half, everything just started, it just seemed like all at once. Right. And I, um, it was such a contrast for me because I'd never experienced any of that before in my life. So I knew something was really wrong yeah. um, for it to all be going this way. Yeah. So when you had your move, that seemed to be a big transition time for you, especially with the allergies and some of the sinus stuff. Did Mm -hmm. you notice that affected your IBS as well? No, I can't notice. I didn't notice that anything changed dramatically with the IBS. It was pretty much its its thing. Okay. Um, And I pretty much managed it by changing, by picking certain foods and over-the-counter gas sex and all that. So nothing really changed there. So for you, like if you kind of would have stayed in that you know, IBS world where that was your only thing, mm-hmm. kind of looking back now, would you say you would have been fine? You would have just kind of lived with it. But then when all these other things started piling on, it's like, okay, something's not right. Yeah, I think I probably would have stayed in that zone of I can manage this because I was told I would have it for the rest of my life. So in my mind, there was no real reaching for anything right, else right. with that condition. And the other thing I'll say with that is that it really did, um, I can't prove this and I never got any tests run, but I really think that I was close to having um, sort of colon cancer because it got to a point at one point where I couldn't eat certain things without getting extreme pain Mm -hmm. in my colon area. And before I went on any sort of the crazy um, detoxing that I went on, I did like a over-the-counter um, uh, I can't remember what it's called, like candy gone or some kind of candida cleanse or whatever. Yeah. And, um, I don't know if this is oversharing with your listeners, but there was a lot of black matter yeah. that, that came out of my colon area during that cleanse, which kind of freaked me out. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, there was just a lot of things that were piled up at the end where I realized this IBS that I was told that was just something and that I would have to manage it. It was actually had turned into something more serious by me ignoring it for 10 years Mm -hmm. and that, um, it was something that needed to be addressed. Yeah. Yeah. So what was, what was your first steps then, I guess, in, in starting to address a little bit of everything? Uh, going from doctor to doctor, uh, one, getting pissed off at the one doctor who was giving me steroids because I blamed him in my story for um, giving me steroid shots and that causing a more issue. So I was in blame mode with him. Uh-huh. So I started going to other doctors and I was just like, can you tell me what's the root cause here? What's going on? And um, they were all like, we'll run tests. Um, we have this drug we'd like for you to try. 
And I wasn't hearing any of that. I didn't want any of that. So it was just like doctor to doctor to doctor. They weren't giving me anything that I felt resonated. And then I found an integrative clinic where they had a, um, a regular doctor, a naturopathic doctor, acupuncturist, chiropractor. Uh, and that felt more aligned to me. And that's when I started um, hearing from the naturopath about the benefits of changing my diet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I went on an elimination diet, and that kind of triggered just a whole bunch of other stuff. Okay. So the key thing for you was working with a practitioner to really nail down some of the the gut and nu- the nutrition stuff, it sounds like? That was the, the – that was the um, – uh, bridge okay. to a, to a bigger awareness for me that this wasn't, um, this didn't have to do with like my doctors and it, it was just like an opening, like, aha, there's a natural side to this. There's something else that I can look at here. And that has led to like a larger awareness over the years in terms of just healing and what that means. But, um, that was the, the opening for Great. me to look at the diet part. Uh-huh. And so what shifted then? from there for you? It's so hard to kind of put it all together. But um, so the shift mainly came from feeling like I didn't have any sort of control to feeling like I had a control that I could literally change all this nutrition stuff and diet stuff. And um, I've gone through all the phases. Like there's, um, I've gone through the, the nutritional supplement phase. I've gone through the cutting out dairy phase. I've gone through... Um, not eating grains, like I've gone through all that to experiment with myself to see how my body responds. And and so I felt like I was in control at that point, but I was doing so much stuff. Like I was doing wheatgrass shots and I I was doing like every single thing I could find on the internet at once. And if you would saw my, my drawers and my (laughs) my fridge, like it was just chunked full of stuff that I thought would be healthy and helping me. So I went through that phase. So I, I definitely understand that phase, but I did feel more powerful in that phase. Great. And how long did this phase last before you really started diving in? Hmm. Well, it was a good phase because it not only helped me have more power, but it also helped me um, tap into the fact that I would love to work with helping people have this power and this awareness. Okay. So that led to a shift in signing up for a, a long distance nutritional consulting um uh, certification and uh, just me shifting in what I wanted to do in this world. Okay. So that was a larger opening there. Mm-hmm. And I actually had a very, um, a, an aha moment of, of a lot of emotion that I talk about in my ebook, um, Your Body Can Heal Itself, where um, I was reading the China study. Have you read this book? I I have it, and I have bits and pieces, but no, I have not read the full thing. So I had a, a large moment around the third chapter of the China study where I was just like, oh, my God, like, there's this connection here. And um, I went to bed that night, and I was literally crying and praying. And I was like, I've been looking for something more in my life in terms of um, a passion and, you know, God, if this is it, I don't really pray to God, like, I just don't have that, that normal practice. But I was just like, if this is it, then just give me a sign that this is the path that I'm supposed to be on. So it was a very um, emotional moment for me. And you asked how long this phase lasted, uh, maybe a year, um, maybe nine months to a year that I was in this phase of awakening and opening and switching careers and 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so it, it was. It's all running together now. But I think it was about a year. So this this awakening, this aha, was for you. It sounds like it was a spiritual, emotional experience. Yeah. Yeah. And and for you, you you mentioned switching careers. So. Um, prior to what you're doing now as uh-huh. a um, intuitive healer, um, mm-hmm. what were you doing for work? Uh, I had been a CPA for about 10, 12 years at that point. Uh-huh. So I did auditing for financial books, and then I was working at a high school as their controller. So that was my that was my gig. Microsoft right. Excel all day. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And so when you that aha that you had reading the China study. Was that specific to living your passion or was it, because I, I didn't read the book, so was there something in there, was it about nutrition or was it about something else? It was, it was about, um, it was the idea that, that let food be thy medicine. Okay. That, that was what was resonating with me from reading that book. And just the empowering understanding. I just saw so many people around me who didn't have this information and that were suffering. And I felt like it was just needless suffering. If they would just have this information, then they could heal themselves. And and that was what was really calling to me. Like, you could show people the way. Like, in that diagnosis that you received 10 years ago from your doctor about IBS and always having this thing, it's it's not true. And you could help, help people find that truth for themselves. Nice. So then you started studying nutrition. Yeah, that was what I initially wanted to do. So basically then, um, as you were learning more about nutrition, did you become, for lack of a better word, were you your own pupil? Like, were you your own client? You know, like, were you going through this and you, your body was your experiment in... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was definitely in experiment and scientist mode, and I wasn't telling anybody what I was doing because I didn't really want them all in in my mix in terms of uh, their influence on me in terms of what I wanted to do. Uh-huh. And so it was a very private experiment. The only public thing was that I was publicly changing my diet, so I was keeping a photo album on Facebook of me trying to shift from uh, Texas girl eating three meals. Um, meat every day, meat and potatoes, hardly any vegetables or fruit. Uh, And so I had to figure out how to change my diet. So I was just trying new recipes and I would post photos on Facebook. So that was pretty much the only public thing I was doing. Mm -hmm. But everything else was private. And um, yes, it was very much an experiment for me to to do this. And um, yeah, I had something else to say, but it, it, it lost me. But it was definitely an experiment. Okay, so this nutrition aspect was a big change for you. Yes. Um, you mentioned something when you when you had that aha, um, that that connection, that emotional connection, where you just you know you you just cried, and you know everything that I've been reading um, about the connections with our emotions to our physical body is huge. Um, Did you find yourself tuning more into your emotions and how that affected your physical symptoms? 
No. <laughs> Not at that phase. <laughs> no, it was definitely the only thing in my mind was the nutrition piece. Okay. And at that same time, I started a spiritual practice in 2007, mm -hmm. and I was leaning into that but not fully committing to it. So I was going back and forth with meditation and just trying to settle my mind, mm -hmm. um, but that was still in flux. Mm -hmm. uh, so I definitely, I wasn't there yet. I wasn't even there in terms of emotions and connections. I was just there, and I'm, oh my God, it's my diet. Like, that, that was where I was. <laughs> So when you started focusing on the nutrition piece, how, I know I keep talking about time, but people always ask me, you know, Susan, how long will this take? And everyone is different. Mm -hmm. So it's always nice for me to hear from other people. You know, I think typically as a culture, we want a quick fix, right? Right. And as we know, really nothing's a quick fix, yeah. um, except for, you know, eat, eating candy is probably a really good quick fix. Um so for you, when you really started diving into the nutrition piece, when did you start noticing a change with um, your allergies, some of your sinus stuff, and mm. the, the IBS? How did all that change for you? Well, that's interesting because uh, I started noticing some things pretty pretty quickly, some things I wasn't even expecting to change. So when I cut out the, when I went on the elimination diet, I, I figured out that it was refined sugar that was triggering. Oh, I had all over body itching. I forgot to mention that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the itching went away, but then when I added back in refined sugar, then it would come back. So I, I got to that piece. Mm -hmm. So then I would cut out the refined sugar and then I could control the itching. And then I started cutting out dairy to experiment with that. And then I realized the um, swelling during PMS, during my breasts, and the pain, my breast pain would actually go away. Great. So I started managing that by cutting out dairy. And there was just like things like that. I did um, about two weeks of wheatgrass shots, big double wheatgrass shots. And then my allergies went away. Wow. And so I was like, all right, well, it's wheatgrass. That's, that's, that's the, what I have to do with the allergies. And so... There was just like pieces, and I feel like a lot of people are, are on this part of their journey where they're getting pieces, mm -hmm. but I, I, I knew I didn't have the full picture, and I felt like I was just in managing symptoms mode. Okay. So I was making all these changes. I was noticing things changing, which was exciting and which was inspiring me to change my career, but at the same time, I was just like, I'm missing something here. Like, I don't want to be for the rest of my life trying to avoid refined sugar and and um, trying to take wheatgrass shots. Like, I was like something. I'm still not at the core. I, I definitely had that sense. Yeah. And so, and that's when I went to the detox mode. Okay. Um, so that's my natural trajectory there. Okay. And that's a big piece of your your personal practice. That's one of your services that you offer. Um, mm. So for you at the time, was that, was that your missing piece, the detox? It turned out to be my missing piece. Okay. Uh, I ended up finding my mentor. His name is Dr. Robert Morris. He's a naturopath in Florida. Okay. And um, how I got to him is I met a woman with breast can who had breast cancer uh, several times, actually. She had gone through radiation and chemotherapy, and she had, like, fired all of her doctors and um, discovered Dr. Morris and through natural methods and his protocols, reversed her breast cancer finally. Nice. Um, so I met her and I was just kind of like, uh, I don't know if I believe you. <laughs> but then I was so intrigued by uh, her story that I contacted him and I went on one of his protocols, his detox protocols. And it went from 
he was, and he was so clear. He was just so clear. And, and there's people that you go to and they're kind of like, well, it could be this and it could be that. And, and maybe if you add this supplement in, and he was just so clear, he was just like, it's, you just have to detoxify your body. It's, it's these core things, underlying things that you need to get at. Um, that's really what you're wanting here and you're healing. And if you can do this, you'll heal. And it was just so clear. And so I did everything he said and everything went from managing the symptoms to them actually like going away. Like things that I thought I would have forever going, literally going away. And so that was a huge aha moment for me. I was just like, okay, I don't want to manage stuff for the rest of my life. Like I want this gone. Like I have to get to the core. Mm. And yeah, yeah, the um, the allergies, they finally went away instead of just going away and coming back. Yeah. And the contractions and pain in my colon actually went away. And um, my period regulated. And it, it, these weren't, the itching went away. So these weren't things that I was going for. Like, there were certain things that I thought that this detox might help with. Uh-huh. But when all these other things started going away, I was like, ah. Oh, and that's the other thing. Like, I think a lot of people are in the space of where they're like, I have this symptom. I need to find this treatment for this symptom. Right. So the detox piece for me was it's not about your body being malfunctioning in one particular area. It's like it's a whole thing. Yes. And if you get the whole body healthy, everything that you thought was an individual symptom will actually go away. Uh, so that was that new aha moment for me. Oh, that's great. So you you went through this personally, um, and now so are you so are you certified with him? Does he have help nutrition coaches or what is that program that you went? Through? Yes, he has two levels of certification. One is level one training for a detoxification specialist, and the other is level two. Mm-hmm. So I've been with both of those with him. Mm-hmm. And that's where I started off my practice is working people through these detox protocols. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was where I started off. And of course, there's been uh, other aha moments since then, uh, which is where I've switched to holistic detox instead of just regular physical body detox. I, I love that. So was there a specific incident for you or was this something um, just in working with clients that you felt like this other piece, that holistic piece came in? Wow, it's hard to tease all that out, but it was definitely working with clients. Mm-hmm. And there was one particular client that I was really excited about working with, and I just knew that this protocol was going to help him. And it it didn't help as much as I thought. Mm-hmm. And I really had it, and I was I, was, I had it like fear going up through about all of that of why this wasn't helping this person. Mm-hmm. But it really caused me to try other things. So I had to develop a new bag of tools to help this other person heal. And he literally had to go to the emotional side right. to, to really get at. And that's when I started reading about Louise Hay and Ina Segal and um, Louis Bourbeau. They all deal with um, the metaphysical reasons for why symptoms show up in the body, mm-hmm. so especially specific parts of the body and the messages that are coming from those. So that um, part of my journey of working with this client and thinking I was sort of like a failure and not being able to help him heal was actually an opening for me to start to understand the holistic side and the different messages and um, 
get a whole new bag of tools. <laughs> yeah, that is so awesome. So, I and I love that holistic way because really, I think that's part of. Um, it's like you start, you know, you start putting your toe in the water, and then you start getting deeper and deeper and deeper, and you find out that there's just so much out there that is contributing to this this being that we are. So um, how can, can you share then a little bit about your practice? Because I know, you know, you've had this beautiful journey of self-change and then not even self-change with your whole um, nutrition, but you changed your career. So mm-hmm. share a little bit about what, what you do now. What are your services where you're located so people can find out more about you? Uh, yes, I am located in Los Angeles. But I work with people around the world mm-hmm. uh, via Skype or phone. And what I basically do is help people detox the mental, physical, and emotional toxins that are keeping them unwell. And I help people interpret the messages that their body is trying to send them in terms of their physical health issues. So um, there's one-on-one programs where I work with people and I combine it all. I'm literally working on changing the diet. I offer, often go for a more raw diet, which is more healing and has a lot of benefits. It's more on a detox level. And then I'm also um, pulling in other tools that I've gathered in terms of understanding subconscious beliefs that people have that are keeping them from healing. Um, I also use my intuitive skills to help determine whether there is some um, emotional issues or things that have happened in, in previous time periods of one's life that needs to come from the subconscious mind to the conscious mind to be recognized and released and dealt with. So there's a variety of things I do to help people heal. Um, so uh, <laughs> there's different modalities like Psyche and the Emotion Code and just right. all these really newer things that are coming out to address the mind-body part of healing and not just the physical side. So I lump it all together and intuitively help people um, just really get to what needs to happen in each session. That's, that's the best way I can understand it yeah. or explain it. So did you, were you always aware of that intuitive side of yourself? No. <laughs> so this kind of came forward as you were following your, your passion? It came forward and that's a whole... Whole That's a whole other interview. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, you know, I um, and I would like to hear that actually because I, I find that truly fascinating because I know we are all all intuitive, mm. and I know that you know uh, tuning into it can be a little scary, maybe. Or and there's reasons why that we've shut it down, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think I think we're all intuitive. I definitely, um, I definitely start at that place because if you go to someone else and you think they're intuitive but you're not, mm-hmm. then that's another way of giving your power over to someone yeah, else. That's true. In terms of your healing, um, so I look at myself as sort of a bridge or a stopgap between somebody's own understanding of, of their own intuitive abilities, and they can intuit what they need to eat, and they can intuit what they need to have happen for their body in terms of healing. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sort of a bridge to that. I love it. Um, yeah. So yes, uh, there was a definite part of me where this stuff started to come up that I um, 
wanted to ignore it and pretend it wasn't there and that it was really scary for me. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like in this space where I'm understanding like the goddess um, essence of women and intuition and really embracing that. So that's where I am right now. That's wonderful. You know, I just wanted to ask, you know, sometimes we're so in our stuff that we feel like it's never going to end, right? <laughs> so if would, do you have any sort of advice for someone who is living with some chronic disease or living in chronic pain that you would be able to share with them, kind of going through this process yourself? Um, yes, I think the advice that first comes to me is that nothing has gone wrong. Mm. And I think just settling into that initially is, is very soothing and peaceful for people. Cause there's this, if you, if you don't get there, then you're in this space of like, Oh my God, my body is betraying me. Oh my God, I need to fix this. This right. is, it, it just gets into this worry, panic mode, a powerlessness cycle. Yes. So settling into everything's okay. Um, my body loves me. Yes. And there is a message that my body is trying to deliver to me through this symptom. And once I receive this message, the symptom will go away. That that is my understanding of how all this works. Mm-hmm. And that is a space that offers a lot of power. It offers a lot of um, space for attracting things into a person's life in terms of healing. And it just gives people space to trust themselves. If they trust their body that nothing's gone wrong, then they can trust themselves to attract what they need to attract to heal. I love that. I love that. And, you know, I'd I'd actually like to to end on that because what you said was beautiful. So (laughs) just to let everyone know, I... And let you know that um, I will put the links to to everything that we talked about. So some of the things that you talked about, like the China study, I'll mm. link those. Definitely linking your website and, um, of course, linking my website. And thank you so much for taking time today. It was super, super fun talking <laughs> with you. And I re- I'm going to hold you to the, 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 the whole other piece we have another interview here i'm sure sure. yes i look forward to that okay thank you (laughs) you.